There were 40 saw of batim of tefillin that were found on the head of Aruge Beitar. That's how many tefillin they found. They all wore tefillin. Three kupas of 40 saw each, which is much more. Of three saw each, which is also more. So how much was it? Was it 40 saw? Or was it three times the amount? So the Gemara says something very interesting, which doesn't apply nowadays. Tefillin Shal Reish has four batim in there. So it's bigger than Tefillin Shal Yad. So the Tefillin Shal Reish were three times 40 saw. Tefillin Shal Yad was smaller. Today we make it the same size, but Batsam, it could be. And Tefillin Shalash in those days was bigger than the Tefillin Shayat. What does it mean to be, I mean, it's just self-control. Getting up in the morning. Everybody has to, it's, it's too, uh, too uh, delicate to discuss in public. But the concept is Mesir Snefesh. That's the concept. Mesir Snefesh. They found four kabim of brain. Rachmol Slana one heaven. Ula Amar Tisha kabim. Tisha's kabim nine kabim. Amar of Kanavi, same as Shilab Amari Maikar. Would he have such a concept on Pasuk? Bas Bavel Hashduda Ashi Shi Shalim Loch. The Pasuk is saying how the Banisham is going to punish. Fortunate is the Rabbi Shalom who will smash your children on the rock just like you smashed his children on the rock. It's referring to the story that they found Rahman Slan brain on a rock. Doesn't say. There, there wasn't brain. There it says people. Uh, here it says brain. Mayach is brain. It compares to Paz. What does it mean, Misulam Paz? Paz is very expensive gold. Elam of the Havu Machvi Bepiza, if it means they were covered with gold, meaning they had a lot of paz. Fahmi de Rabshila, Tarti Miskali Istiri Pisa, Nachas Baama. There's only two weights, two very small weights of paz that came down to the world. Khadabiraimi, one's in Rome, the Khadabikuliam, and the other one is in the whole world. Because it's very minimal paz around the world, so the Khaya can't be that they were covered with paz. Ella Shahayamiganinas ha paz biyafian, the beauty of the children of Yerushalayim were so great that the people of Yerushalayim that they diminished the beauty of Paz. And the Gemara gives an example. Meikara, very interesting what they used to do. Meikara chashivideremai havunakti bilyona digushpanka they would take like nice pictures, uh, beautiful pictures. Umishamshi arsayo they would be mishamish mita connected those pictures so the wife should become pregnant with a figure that looks like those pictures. Mikan ve'elach from then on Ma'isu Bnei Yisrael, they took Bnei Yisrael, the Asri Bikari the Parayu, they tied the Bnei Yisrael at the foot of the bed, Mishamshi, to use Bnei Yisrael, they wanted their children to look beautiful like Bnei Yisrael. One of the children told the, one of the men, uh, the Bnei Yisrael told the other one that was tied to the bed, Ha Hechlek where does it say in the Torah that we're going to be stuck in this terrible matziv? It's, it says any Choli and Maka that it doesn't say in this Sefer Torah, which means it's not really to say in this Sefer Torah because a Yid doesn't say it out of his mouth and a Mela, a Yid, Lashen HaKadosh, you don't say it out of your mouth. That's, what a, that's the way a Yid talks. And a Mela, that's what this Pasuk is referring to. It's not Mefurish in the Torah, but it's a Remez, the Torah was Meremez, to this Einish. How far away am I from this Pasuk? Apparently he wasn't acquainted with this Pasuk. It's a daf and a half. You're a daf and a half away. 
How long does it take to do in a half daf and a half? Menachem Zalman, 10 minutes, no? If I would have reached that spot, I wouldn't have to come on to you. And I would know the Pasuk. But anyway, that's the Pasuk. And that was Rahman al-Islan. The Einish. And when we learn about it, and we feel the Tsar, Be'ez HaShem will be Zeich HaBikariv to the Binyan Be'ez HaMikdash. Nun Chesem and Allah, four lines up for the medium-wide lines. Today's Shir is sponsored by our Parnas HaChaydesh, Le'ili Nishmas, Reb Shimon, Ben Reb Avram, and our Parnas HaShir, in honor of Reb Yitzchak Zev HaKoyen, our senior member who keeps us going with a Gishmak. Reb Yitzchak Zev, that's you. Sponsored by the Chabura, Eitz Chayim Mila Machzikim Ba, Vesaymcheha Meusher, Oisher with an Aleph, and Oisher with an Ayin. To Rabbi Yitzchak Zevakayin, our senior member, and to all those that were Mishtatif in this wonderful Parnas Hashir, and to our Parnas HaChaydesh, and to their Mishpachis, Pezer Hashem, Lo'ayrech Yomim Toivim Amen. Amen. Let's go with the Gishmak of Isaiah. Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Mishav Rabbi Shimon, Amli Almaydech Siv, Eini Oilala Lenafshi, Mikol Benais Iri. What was she crying about? Because of Benais Iri, because of what happened in Yerushalayim. What's the Pasuk referring to? What was the tragedy? So it's not referring to Yerushalayim, rather it's, a, it's Iri. But it's referring, actually, Mikol Benais Iri, means from all other Benais of my city, I ended up, my eyes are more in pain than all Benais Iri. Why? Because there were 400 Batakinesias in Krach Beitar. Each one had 400 Rabbeim. Each one had 400 children in front of him. You think we had big schools, they had big, much bigger. Each class. Had 400. I don't know how they taught that. There were so many kids that they were able to poke them with their sticks. When the Ayyav overpowered, they locked them and trapped them and caught them. Wrapped them in their svarim and burned them in fire. That was number one. So, because that was the tragedy of Beitar. This is the Rabbi Yeshua. He's Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananiah. So he lived during this time. Like we said before, Rabbi Yeshua was one of the people that carried out Rabbi Yechanan and Zakkai. He was alive by the Churban Beis HaMikdash. So he went to Krach Gadol and Raimi. They told him, There's a young Tinaik here. He has very uh, nice curls. So the kids said, there's a, a, a child here, obviously, from Eretz Israel, and he went to go save him. He went to the entrance of the jail. He quoted a Pasuk, Who put Yaakov and Yisrael to be trampled, to be hurt by the Goyim? Who caused it? He quoted a Pasuk. We were chaytet to the Rebbeinu Shlom. We didn't go in his ways. We didn't listen to his tayra, and that's why we ended up in this. I am sure that this individual will pass in hayra in klai Yisrael. Havaida sheni zazmi kam. Havaida means a lashin of shvua. I will not move from here. 
Until I'm paid to him with any money that they ask me. He was paid to him with a lot of money. He passed in Hiran Klai Solomanu, Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha. Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, the Tanner Rabbi Shmuel, he was saved by Rabbi Shua ben Chananya. Om Rabbi Yehuda Mirav, Maisebe Benoi, Ubitai, Shrabbi Shmuel ben Elisha. The question is which Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha this is. This is through two Rabbi Shmuel ben Elishas. There was one that was the Kayin Gadol that we quote in Mesaches Brachis. For those that are not Chazarim Brachis, for those that actually know Mesaches Brachis, the Gemara in Brachis says the story of Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha when he went into the Kayin Kaddish HaKadoshim. This was not the same Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha. He was a child here. And this was by the Churban Beis Mikdash. This was his grandfather, Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha. So Lachayr the Bnei Obita is Lachayr from the grandfather, I would assume. Bnei Obita, Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha is probably from the Kayin Gadol, Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, who was the Zayda Ha? Uh, was Avon Fried or Mordechai Which one? Avon Fried? Anyway, so, yeah, he also, I mean, the Gemara got it from him, he's the Meister Hatayr. But anyway, so the, the son and daughter of this Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, who will assume is the Kayin Gadol, they got captured to two masters, two Gaisha masters. A few days came. The masters came to one room. We have a famous story we say it in the Kinnis. This one said, I have an Eved that there's nobody like him. There's no one beautiful like my Shivcha. Amru, they said, let's marry them to each other in a chalak of Vladis, we'll split the Vladis. Hechnisam lechada, they brought them into a room. Zeh Yasha v'karen zavis, v'zeh v'zeh Yasha v'karen zavis, zeh, each one sat in a corner. Zeh m'yani kayin, ben kayin g'daylim, right, because his father was a kayin g'adol. Esa shivcha, I should marry shivcha. V'zeh yisay meris ani kayhenes, bas kayin g'daylim. And I'll say le'eved, I should marry an eved, a kayin. Is one more Rabbi Yitzchak Zev Akayin? They ask more from Akayin. Not like a regular guy. Oh, you rang the bell for that? Okay, today is Chaf Gimel Tammuz. Tov Shin, Pei Gimel. A week to go. Bezer Hashem, holding on Stark. If I can get my pen to work. Holding on Stark, Bezer Hashem. One, two, three, four, six days to go. Bezer Hashem. For all those that are still Shalai Lishma, and for those that are Lishma, make sure to keep coming. Right, Rabbi Salmaisha, with a Gishmak. Anyway, so the the um, this so he was all dis- distressed that he's going to have to marry a shivcha. They cried a whole night. When the morning came, they got light in the room, so they recognized each other. Until they were nifter. This terrible tragedy of the. Children of Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha. Amrei Shlokish Maisebi Shachas Vitzafnas Bas Pniel Shma. There was a woman. Her name was Tzafnas Bas Pniel. Tzafnas Shehakal Tzayfin Beyafia. Everyone looked at her beauty. Bas Pniel Bitei Shalkein Gadol. She was the daughter of the Kein Gadol. Shashimish Lifnai Lifnim. Pniel means a lotion of Lifnai Ulifnim. That's the mile of the Kein Gadol that he goes Lifnai Ulifnim. But everybody sitting here. Rabbi Yitzchak Zev HaKayin Gadol is greater than the Kayin Gadol Shenichnas Lifnai Lifnim. Don't forget that. Those that remember that come, and those that don't remember that, 
Turn back over and back. What do you think? If they offered you an option to go into the Kayin Gadol, into the Kedush HaKadoshim, you think you would push snooze? Or Yosef, what do you think? You think you would push snooze? The higher or not? The higher you wouldn't push snooze. Okay, so obviously we don't realize it. If we realize it, it's Godel. Limar HaTayra is greater. Yekara Himipninim. Chazal say. We would wake up to go into the Kedush HaKadoshim. Anyway, this woman was the daughter of the Kayin Gadol. Shenuchas Lafanai Lafnim. With her a whole night. The next morning, he dressed her. He dressed her in seven begadim. He wanted to sell her as a slave. There was a person that was very disgusting. Disgusting means physical disgusting and internal disgusting. It usually goes hand in hand. Not for now. He said, "Show me her beauty." Empty one. Why is he empty? Because an empty person only sees the external. Empty one. If you want to buy, buy her. There's no one as beautiful as her. He wants to see. He removed the seven begadim v'shivi and the third and the seventh beged. Karasa she ripped it. And she covered herself with afer. She said, Why don't you have Rachmanis on Kedushas Shimcha Hagibar? Why don't you demonstrate your Gvura, which you mentioned previously? The Ben Shalom was silent during the Chorban. The Allah, Kainin Yirmiya, Yirmiya said in the Kinnus, Bas Ami Chigri Sak, Vespal Shibeifer, Evel Yachid Asilach, Mispad Tamrurim. There's not a Pasuk in Eicha, it's a Pasuk in Yirmiya, but. That's the Pasuk was describing the story. The, uh, suddenly the Shaded came on us. It says on us, which includes the Rabbani Shalom. Referring to us and the Rabbani Shalom, we're saying that the enemy came. So again, the Rabbani Shalom also gets hurt. But the Shaded came on the Rabbani Shalom also. Amr Yehud the Pasuk is giving a taina on Klal Yisrael and saying that they robbed each other, Beisai and Nachlasai. What was the story that it's referring to? There was a story with a man, he wanted to marry the Aishas Rabbi. Now, Aishas Rabbi doesn't mean his real Rabbi. Aishas Rabbi means the one that he was learning by. He was an apprentice by Vishulya Denagriyav. He was an apprentice by a carpenter. And the carpenter that was teaching him he was Nasan Einav in his carpenter's uh, wife. Pa'amachas Hutzrach Lalavis. One time the Rebbe had to borrow money. Amalai, so the Talmud said, Shkarishtachatzli, send your wife to me. Felvena, I'll lend her the money. Shigarishtachatzli, he sent his wife to him. He kept her in the house three days. Pashtus, he wasn't chayte during these days. Pashtus, it's not before, it's not shal nachrenim. Pashtus, there was no chet that took place during these three days. Kodam, he went, so he, the wife was, in the, was still by the Talmud's house. He went to his Rebbe, to the carpenter. He pretended, he said, So the carpenter said, Where's my wife? I sent her right away. I don't know what happened. These three days, it took her a long time to get back. I heard that she was got, got did Averis on the road with the Tinaikis. Kids her. She's also to her husband if she did it for Ratzin. So what should I do? If you listen to my eight, it's a divorcer. It's a big suba. He can't divorce her. And give her the ksuba. 
Ze So he went out, he got up, he divorced her. And this fellow, this tzaddik, married her. So the master didn't have money to pay the ksuba. He's the tzaddik said, You could work for me, I'll be a tzaddik, and I'll let you work for me to pay back your chayv. So the kids are, it was a terrible tragedy. The husband, the, the new husband and wife were sitting. Eating and drinking. And he was standing and serving them. The master who originally had this wife, he was serving them. Demais were coming out of his eyes when they flies b'kaisem and falling into their kaisis. Ve'aloisa sha nischatem gzardin because of Rachmol Slan this terrible story. Even though from an avera perspective, could be it wasn't even such a terrible avera. It just wasn't as nisht as a tutayid. He didn't do an avera technically. Technically, he lied. Okay, but that was it. The chayyeh he just he told him a bad eitza. But from a Yiddish perspective, this is a travesty, and because of this, nischatem. Gzardin. That's the Gemara says. V'amrilah, some say, no, there wasn't a very here. Al shtei psiles b'ner echa. Two psiles in one air means eishasish. Each woman only has one psila, which is a mashal to a husband. And two psiles is a mashal to eishasish. So it's a discussion. Some say that the eishasish was referring to this story. That during this, during the three days when she was there, he was mazana with her. So then she was still an eishasish. So that's what it's referring to. So then the punishment was taka for a technical eishasish. And some say it was a random eishasish, not necessarily related to the story. But there was another eishasish that took place. And that was what caused the Chorben Beis HaMikdash. And with no further ado, we move back to Mesechah's Gittin. Lokach min ha-sikrikin! is if you buy from the Sikrikin. So what did the Mishnah say? If you buy from the Sikrikin and then you buy from the Balabayas, the Mechir is not chal, because the Balabayas only sold it because he's afraid of the Sikrikin. That was the halacha that we said. The only time the Kenyan's not chal is if the Balabayas tells you, make a chazaka and you could be kainah. But if he wrote a star, then obviously he meant it seriously. If he went to Tatirch of writing a star, then the Kenyan would work. That's Rav's Shita. Even if he wrote a star, that's not a simon that he really wants to sell. You have to write achrayas, meaning he has to put a lien, he has to take responsibility on the sale. If he takes responsibility, he doesn't have to. Why did he have to do that? Obviously, he was masking him to sell. That's Shmuel's Shita. We see a similar idea, a brisa similar to Shmuel. Reb Shimon Elazar says, We had this in the Mishnah, you first buy from the woman, and then you buy from the husband. The Mekach is Chal. If you first buy from the husband and then from the wife, the Mekach is Batal, because the only reason why she sold is because of the pressure from the husband. Unless she writes Achrayis. So you see clearly, that you need, if she writes achrayas in the shtar, if she writes taking responsibility for the mecher in the shtar, that's a raya that she really wants to sell. So over there, it's talking about an ish and isha, and we're stalling it to, to a sekrikin, that, that only if you write achrayas. If you write achrayas, then it's a raya you really want to sell. It's not like Rav, because Rav said, you don't need achrayas. Rav said, as long as you write a shtar, that's enough of a raya to demonstrate you really want to sell. What does it mean? Achrayis? Achrayis is just a fancy way of saying a star. But really, the point is that you wrote a star. It doesn't mean that you actually have to write a chrayis. And a male, this is a machlaikis, Rav and Shmuel. It means A, either you need a star, or if you have a star, it's enough, or achrayis. And therefore, if someone asks you on a test, I forgot to mention, we have new tests over here. If someone asks you on a test, how is it possible to first buy from the Sekrikin and then buy from the Balabais that the Mechir should be Chal? 
The answer is according to Rav with Ishtar and according to Shmuel with Achrayas. Tani Rabbanan. Lokach min A guy bought from the Sekrikin. Ve'achla shaloi shanim b'fnei b'aylem. And he ate three years. The Lokach ate three years in front of the Ba'alem. The Allah is... Bez Hashem, we are going to learn Meseches Baba Basra in Yerushalayim Abinuya. And over there, we are going to see the concept called Chazaka. We all know it because we all learn Cheska Sabatim. After three years, the guy has no schos to Taina that it wasn't real Mechira. You could even lose your star. After three years, you have title insurance and you keep the property as long as you, really, as long as you say you bought it. If you say you stole it, you don't give it. If you say you bought it, you don't have to actually prove it. After three years, you keep the property. So let's say a guy bought from the Sekrikin, and then, and he ate three years, Bifnei Bailim, he ate three years in front of the original, the owner, the one that, was sto- that it was stolen from. The guy didn't say boo for three years. And then he sold it to somebody else. So let's get the story. The Sekrikin stole it for Pinchas Aryeh, Rabbi uh, Yeshua bought it from the Sekrikin, and then he sold it to Rabbi Yecheskel. So now Yecheskel has the property on it. Uh, he has the property by him. The Pinchas has no right to go to Yecheskel and say, excuse me, uh, we, uh, we have to deal the Sekrikin. Whatever the, whatever the halacha of Sekrikin is, we have to take care. We had two ways how to explain Sekrikin. We want to analyze it soon. But whatever the halacha of Sekrikin is, you owe me something. The halacha is once he sold it, there's nothing to discuss. And the Gemara is going to explain what the Medabir is. Why can't Pinchas go to Yecheskel? What happened? What's the case? If Yecheskel Tainus, I paid Pinchas money, right? We said in the Mishnah, in the Mishnah, the way when you buy from Sekrikin, you pay a quarter of the money to the Balabais, because the Sekrikin always charges a quarter less. So you pay a quarter of the money to the Balabais. So if Yecheskel Tainus that he paid a quarter to Pinchas, what do you need that Yeshua should have sold it to Yecheskel? Yeshua could keep it himself. He could t- if Pinchas comes and says, excuse me, I want my property back, Yeshua Kataina, I gave you a quarter, and he's good to go. Once three years pass, you don't need any stars, you don't need any rise, it's over. Why do, you, why do you have to make a complicated case that someone else bought it from Yeshua? Let Yeshua keep it. That would be good enough. If Yecheskel's not saying, if he's not saying that, if he's not saying that he paid Pinchas the money, so I don't care if you sat there for three years, you could sit there for 20 years. If you're not saying that you bought it properly like Chazal said to buy it, so you got to pay money. You can't just do what you want because three years passed. Chazaka doesn't mean you can keep it if you steal a property. Chazaka means if you claim that you bought it, you can keep it. So the if you're not claiming that, the should be out. So if I think, what's the case that Yecheskel is allowed to keep the property? Yeshua wouldn't be allowed to keep it. But Yecheskel could keep the property. What's the shot? So the Gemara says that you say it. The story was Yecheskel didn't say nothing. Because Yecheskel is a Lekeach, the Allah is something called Tainidon. Lekeach doesn't always know all the Cheshbainis that are going by, they're going on with the Meicher, meaning Yeshua that bought it from the Sekrikin, he knows he's buying it from Sekrikin. But Yecheskel has no idea, he bought it from Yeshua, he has no idea what's going on. So there's a concept called Tainidon. We taina for him, we give him different options that he could say. If he taka says the taina, then good. If he says, I didn't know anything about it, and I taka, and, and Pinchas was never paid, then in a chanami. Say, Pinchas was never paid, he, they taka do have to pay him. But if he doesn't know, said Allah is we taina, you, so, well, let's fear ice. Meaning, if Yeshua just bought the property, sat there for three years, the only time he's going to be able to say it is if he tainas that he was that he paid Pinchas money. If he doesn't tiny, he loses out. But like there's a halacha of tainin on, 
and a melo we would tie in a furlekeach. We're going to see this many times in Maseches Babasra. Alaykeach or a yirish. We have a schos of tainan, meaning we taina for him. We try to make sure that he has a taina. If he doesn't talk, have a taina, then he loses. But assume we're assuming he has a taina. Tani Abana. So we said a din of Sikrikin, that Sikrikin can come and take a property, and we have a halacha called Sikrikin. That's the din that we had. What's the halacha if the guy's not a Sikrikin? Let's say the guy comes to take the property because the Yid owes him money. Or umachmas anperus, or stam he's stealing. He's not going to kill him. He's just a ganef. He stole the property. Ain by mishum sekrikin. There's no halacha of sekrikin. The halacha meaning the only reason why we say sekrikin. Let's say after we said. Let's say when the sekrikin takes the property and then then the the bialim did not buy it back for twelve months. The halacha is anybody else can buy it and pay a quarter to the bialim. That was the din. The missionary Achreina, that was the din of Sikrikin. But this is only by a real Sikrikin who there's a tzad that he's going to kill him. Because since he's going to kill him, so Mela, we assume he really sold it. And Mela, if the, if the Bailam left it there for 12 months, obviously the Bailam was masking to the sale. But if the guy didn't come with a machine gun, he just stole it. Or he came because the Yid owed him money. Or he, he assumed the Yid owed him money. We'll have to see if it's real or not. But the point is, he's coming because of a chayv or because of anperus. Anperus means a regular stealing, but not a sekrikin. Then there's no din. There's no halacha of sekrikin. Sekrikin is only if he comes with a machine gun. If he just comes to steal, there's no halacha of sekrikin. That's the din. The Gemara is going to analyze this. That's the din that the Gemara says. It's only by a real sekrikin. The anperus atzma, but if a person, if a guy does anperus, <coughs> which means to steal the property, it has to stay by the Ganiv 12 months. Now that doesn't make sense, because we just said if you steal, there's no halacha of Sikrikin. So there's no din that if it stays 12 months, you can keep it. There's a halacha that you have to give it back, because it's only by Sikrikin that we allow you to keep it after 12 months. So what does the Bryce mean? Anperus needs to wait 12 months. You just told me there's no halacha of Sikrikin by uh, Anperus. So what does it mean? Anperus waits 12 months. So I think this is what the price means. Hachikama. Sekrikain atzma tzricha shatisha yud beis chaydesh. A sekrikain has to wait 12 months, but avada, a regular empress, meaning a, a guy that stole it, without sekrikain, the halach is, it, it does not have, there's no 12 months, there's no concept of 12 months. The halach is, it, you, it, it, we always assume that it goes back to the, there's no halacha of, of, of going back to the, uh, staying by the, by the Sekrikin, because since there was no forcing, the Allah is, it's, uh, there's no din. Chazal won't have a Masakin, the concept of Sekrikin by regular Geneva. Om Rabbi Yosef, Naktinon ain't Anperus Bebavl. We have a Messiah that there was no stealing in Bavl, no Goyim stole property in Bavl. Fatima, what does that mean? Valkachazina Deika, there are Goyim that steal property in Bavl. Ela Ema ain't din Anperus Bebavl. There's no din. Of an anperus above, meaning if a guy bought a field from a guy that took it with anperus again, sekrikin. If you wait twelve months, you buy it, you give the guy a quarter, and you keep the property. Anperus, which means stam stealing, the Allah is you lose out because we don't assume the original bialim sold it because the guy didn't come with a machine gun. So Mela, we don't assume that the original bialim really meant to sell it, and Mela the lekeach loses out. But in Bavel, there's no such halacha. In Bavel, the lekeach does not lose out. Why? My timer. Kivan de Ika Beidavar, since there's a police force, there's a system in Bavel, Veloy Azil Kavil, and the Bailam did not go to Kvetch, that the guy stole the property from him, 
We assume he was Michael. So let's get this clear. Asikriken, because he came with his M16, we assume the guy sold it. And therefore, after 12 months, we assume he sold it, and you only pay a quarter, and you can keep the property. A regular Ganev, we don't assume that, because Mechatesi. Mechatesi, the guy sold it. In Bovel, where there's a court system, so then, even a regular Ganev, we assume, if you waited 12 months, we assume that he sold it, because or else he should have quetched. Why didn't he quetch? If no one holds back from quetching, right? We all quetch as soon as we have an opportunity to quetch. We quetch. You don't stop with quetching, yeah? Zaytigimoya Maise. In case we're getting itchy, we didn't have a Maise already in an Ahmed. We'll tell you a story. Gidel Bariloi Kabil Arab Bitaska Mibne Baga. The story was in those days that whoever paid taxes keeps the property. We have such a thing nowadays. The government puts a lien on it. You buy the lien, you pay the taxes, you keep the property. So, Mel, that's what happened over there. Gidel Bariloi paid the taxes for the Bene Baga. So, Mel, he was able to use the property. But what he did was, he did something very silly. Instead of just paying this year's taxes, basically the people in the Bnei Baga, the people in the whole uh, uh, area, didn't pay the taxes. So Gidabar Eloi went ahead, he paid the taxes, now he could use the whole property. But what he did was, he paid three years of taxes. He paid in advance. Now that was very silly, because you never know, the next year, the owners might decide they want to pay taxes. So then you're going to lose out, which is what happened. So he paid three years in advance of taxes. Lesaif, at the end, the original owner came. They said, The first year that you paid, you can keep it. We want to pay taxes. We want to eat the property. So basically, Gidabarilai invested three years of taxes, which is a waste of money. The, the king's not giving back the money. So the owners say, Excuse me, we're going to do it ourselves. We're going to pay taxes. We want to keep the property. So the shalos, what do you do? Is Gidabarilai allowed to keep it because he paid in advance? Or do we say, No, Lamaisa, these owners came back. They keep it. Also, look at my dad, Papa. They came in front of Rapapa. Sava le michtav le tirfar bnebaga. Rapapa thought to write him a star that he could be tirif from the bnebaga, meaning that Gidel Bariloi wins the dintaira. He can keep it. You made this guy like the Sakrikan. Just like by the Sakrikan, I could pay him a quarter and send him away. So over here also, you're, you're pretending as if Gidel Bariloi paid three years of taxes and immediately he could keep the property for three years. Doesn't make sense. Why in the world could he keep the property for three years? There's no, there's no, compa- now really it has nothing to do with Sakrikan, but since we're talking about Sakrikan, we're giving him, we're giving Sakrikan as an example that someone comes along, pays money and keeps the property. So just, so that's only by Sakrikan. But over here, it doesn't make sense. Why should Gidel Bariloi be able to keep the property for three years. No one asked him to pay taxes in advance for three years. Right? We never pay taxes in advance. If it's like you pay taxes, you never. Hopefully you pay taxes for last year. No one pays taxes in advance. You got to be a fool to do that. So the kids there, that's the Gemara says, it is foolish. He put his money on the horn of a tzvi. The kids he wasted his money. And Taka Gidabayelah loses out. Zu Mishnah Rishayna, this was the Mishnah Rishayna by Sakrikin, meaning that if you buy it from the Sakrikin after you bought it from the Balabayas, the sale is Chal. If you buy it from the Balabayas after you bought it from the Sakrikin, the sale is not Chal. Bezdin Shalachrem Amru, Halekech Menas Sakrikin, Naisin Labayalim Revio. So let's get this then clear because this is how we pass in. Again, we have John that comes with an M16 and steals somebody's property. Yanko comes along. Yankel comes along and he buys it from John. The halacha is, Yankel has to pay the original owner a quarter of the money 
And then he could keep the property after 12 months. After 12 months, the, the yankel that bought the property could pay the original owner a quarter, and he could keep the property. Why? Because we assume the original owner, once 12 months passed, we assume he was masking to sell. That's the din of Sikrikin. Now, what do you pay? Amarav, Revia Bikarka, Oi, Revia Bimai. So you either pay a, car, a, a quarter of the karka, you could even get, you could either give a quarter of the karka back, and st- if you don't want to pay cash, you could just give a quarter of a quarter of the property back to the original owner. Oi, Revia Bimais, or a quarter of the money, either property or money. That's how much you give, either a quarter of the property or a quarter of the money. Shmuel, Amar Shmuel says, Revia Bikarka, Shehain, Shlish Bimais. Shmuel says, no, you don't give a quarter. So it's a shayla. What's the mid- Let's just get clear what the shayla was. The reason why you pay a quarter is because we assume that the Sikrikin charged you less. He didn't charge you the full price because he's a ganav. He charged you less. So the difference in price, you pay the original, your original owner. So therefore you pay a quarter of the karka or a quarter of the money. Now that's, that's, that's a Rav's shita. Shmuel says, no, you pay a quarter of the karka, which is a shlish of the money. Now this is interesting. Basically, it's it, w- w- when the Gemara says a quarter, it doesn't really mean a quarter. A quarter means usually a fifth, like we're going to see in a minute. It's just a fancy way of saying a quarter, because if you look at the whole cheshbin, a fifth is really like a quarter, right? If you add an extra fifth, then you have a fifth is really one of the four quarters. Whenever you add an extra fifth, it's really one of the four quarters. So when, when we say in, in Gemara Shprach, we're going to see this many times in Shas, it's called, it's called milabar, it's called you cheshbin it afterwards, you cheshbin at the end. It's not what we call a quarter. We call a quarter is you look at the price and you take a quarter. Rav says no, a quarter means you look at the price and you take a fifth, which is really one of the remaining four quarters. That's, what's, that's what Revia means. And Shmuel says no, it's a third, which is really a regular quarter. I think I'm always going to speak this out. Basically, it's a shayla. How much cheaper does the Sikrikin go? Shmuel holds it's a quarter less, which the Gemara calls a third, which is what we call a quarter. And Rav holds no, he goes a fifth less. It's just really a term. It's not, it sounds more complicated than it is. What we call a quarter, the Gemara calls a third. What we call a fifth, the Gemara calls a quarter, because the Gemara always calculates at the end. After you give it. So we, we, when we have a piece of property, let's say you have a $100 property, so we say a quarter is $25. The Gemara calls that a third. Because if you look at the three remaining pieces, there's three remaining 25s. After, if you ignore this fourth piece, there's three remaining 25s. That the Gemara calls a third. Of a quarter, the Gemara calls, if you split, it, we, what we call a fifth, meaning if you split the $100 property into five parts, each one is worth 20. So we call that, a tw- we call, if you give the owner 20, we call that you're giving the owner a fifth. The Gemara calls that you're giving the owner a quarter because you're giving, a, you're giving the owner a quarter of what you have remaining. You, know, you have a property now that's worth $80, right? After you, give the, after you give the owner his 20, you have $80 left. So you gave him a quarter of what you have. It's basically a term question how you refer to it. The Gemara refers to it as a quarter. We would refer to it as a fifth. That's just a fancy way of saying it. So it's like this. Does he go a fifth cheaper or does he go a quarter cheaper? Fatimar Mesve, Zu Mishnari Shaina, this is the Mishnari Shaina, Bezin Shalachrem Amru, the Bezin Shalachrem said, Halekeh Manasakrikin, Aisan Labailam Rivia, the one that buys from the Sakrikin gives a quarter to the Bailam, the Yad Bailam Alayaina, and the Bailam has the upper hand. Rotsu be karka nightlin, rotsu be mice nightlin. They could decide if they want to take karka or if they want to take mice. The Bailam could have a choice. If they want to take karka or they want to take mice, we didn't, we're going to, the Gemara's explain the raya. 
The only time you could buy from the Sekrikan is if the Bailam does not have the wherewithal to buy it back himself. But if the Bailam has the ability to buy back, we have this in the Mishnah, you have to allow the Bailam to buy it back. Now, we didn't finish the Raya yet. Rabbi Haisha Bezdin, Rabbi set up a Bezdin, Benimnu, and they decided, If it sat by the Sekrikan for 12 months, then we assume the Bailam's giving up, and then anybody could go buy it. But you give the Bailam a quarter. So you see clearly in the Brisa that you give a quarter. You don't give a third. The Brisa says you give either a Vibakarka or a Vibamais. And Lachayer, it's not like Shmuel. Shmuel says it's a third. When it says you're via Mais, it's after you give the money to the Bailim, which is really a third. And now we, the Brisa calls it a quarter. See, even though we call, basically, let's just get clear. It's basically a Machlaikis if it's a fifth or a quarter. It's just a question what to call it. It sounds more complicated than it is. So the Brisa calls it a Revia Bikarka Revia Mais. So the Mais doesn't really mean a Revia Bikarka Revia Mais. It really means a Shlish. So if you were to have to answer on a test, just for your own mind, the Machleik says, if you have a $100 field, do you have to give the guy $25, which is a quarter, which is a really a quarter, what we would call a quarter, or do you give him $20, which is what we would call a fifth? The Gemara calls that a third or a quarter. It's just a different way of referring to it, but the Machleik says, in a $100 field, do you have to pay the owner $25, which is what we call a quarter, or do you have to pay him $20, which is what we call a fifth, and according to Shmuel, he calls that a third, and 20, he would call a quarter. It's just a matter of what, what you refer to. But for us, for our brains, to remember it, just you call it yourself a quarter and a fifth, and you'll be safe.